You know, it's been a while since our last web two on Trash Mega Friends, but I think after reading this one, maybe a re-roll is in order. On that time, I started a podcast to read Trash Manga with my friends, and actually most of them were trash, but some of them weren't, aka the Trash Manga Friends podcast, episode 75. The villainess stands the Trash Manga, playing the antagonist to support her faves. Today's episode sponsored by Manju. Normally, this is the show where three people discuss two volumes of one trash manga, but as it's a webtoon this time, it's three people discussing 30 episodes of one trash webtoon, discovering who's rolled a critical hit and who's just a nat one. I am your forever host, Snake Eye Sean, joined by Yo Levin Mike and Hard Six Phil. How are you both? What? The, yo, yo Levin? What did you just call me? Uh, craps term for a level. Oh, you're a called me a hard term. six. I'm trying to decide if that's offensive or a compliment or i think hard eight or soft eight is another option if you would like one of them wish i was a soft eight what what would you prefer (laughs) um hey guys that's me that's the one i know that was mine i took that one oh um (laughs) uh natural 20 damn damn okay high opinion you're you're not 20 in my eyes mike Uh, chance to hide. You are a dodecahedron <laughs> of a man, yes. <laughs> is, okay, now is that an insult? <laughs> <laughs> That's for you to decide. <laughs> I choose to be offended by this. How dare you? It's fine. Just go back to World of Darkness, Mike. D20, what's a D20? They don't exist in that world. Nah, but you always need more D10s. <laughs> always. Forever. Ah, <laughs> oh, God. So, so doing well? Doing good? On this lovely... I mean, totally I was but, every day. I was, but then you just called me basically spherical. Fucking rude. <laughs> no, that, I didn't call you a D hundred. How dare you? Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever tried to roll one of those giant ball D hundred dice? I mean, yeah, you roll it. <laughs> yeah, like you literally roll it like a ball, and if it stops for rolling off the table, you're fucking lucky. <laughs> the general consensus is they're not considered fair dice. <laughs> they are not considered fair dice. I mean, no. you are just rolling a golf ball with numbers on it at that point. Yes. That's essentially why. And they're always, like, so heavy, you could brain someone with it if you really wanted to. <laughs> like, don't, don't, don't use those. Just use, just use D-Percentile. You'll be, you'll be fine. Yeah, use the, use the heavy metal D-Percentile and destroy the tables of who you play with. <laughs> that is also an option, yes. <laughs> Using metal dice in general is also an option. Not sure why you would do that. <laughs> Good Good start, good start. Shall we dive in then to our first webtoon in a fair old while, since uh, Girls of the Wilds, in fact. Oh yeah, that was a webtoon. It, I was, thinking, it was a webtoon. Yeah, the, I keep, I kept thinking while reading this, like, oh, this is the first one of these we've read since solo leveling all that time ago. Jesus, no, we've read loads since then. Like, we've done about seven or eight on the show. You really think I'd remember you, that kind of thing? You picked one of the webtoons we've done since solo leveling. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> Sweet Home, that was what it was called. Yeah. Yeah. God, this I don't why remember why we have things. the list, Mike, so that you don't have these massive brain farts. <laughs> oh, they'll still get the brain farts, because I'm not going to read the list. Oh, God. Well, you'll have to do it in a few months, but uh, Trash Tacular <laughs> yes. ain't here yet. But will this series be featured prominently in Trash Tacular? Let's find out. As this time around, we have been reading the fantasy webtoon known as Dice. This ran from May 2013 to July 2021 for uh, four seasons, as it were, uh, totaling 388 episodes. Uh, written and drawn by, and I'm going to butcher this, Hyung Seok Young, 
Their only other work I could find is Blind Marchin. And this is uh, available to read over on Webtoon. You can read the first. You can read episode 0 to 16 on the uh, website. After that, you'll need to hop on over to the app and start using your daily passes and other Webtoon currencies to read the rest. Although I'll be blunt, translation quality isn't that great. The only real good thing that version has going for it is a couple of strips have music attached, which uh, was quite nice. Different? Different, yes. It's a common thing with webtoony type thing. Never said it before on a webtoon, but I'll take your word for it. You didn't see it on this one either. You heard it. <laughs> uh-huh. Fucking got him. Yes. Yeah. The, the, the long pause, so you decide if you can cut it out later or not. <laughs> I, I, I know what you were doing. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna let it clip the sound there. Okay, good. <laughs> well, but you know what? While I recover from that burn, Phil, tell us about, <laughs> tell us about dice. Uh, the got sides typically. Some we dots really on do, them. Yeah. Use them to play games. They don't all have dots. Some of them have numbers. Some of them have... You know what? You're right. You're right. And uh, as we do learn in this, that the first dice were probably created out of bone many they, hundreds they of years ago. They were, in fact. I don't think that's even a maybe. But... I mean, I probably... I said probably because I couldn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the, the comic is more conclusive than that. I just chose not to learn things. Do you want an actual answer then, Sean? Probably, yeah. I like how he's being quiet, just so he knows he can, again, just <laughs> cut it all out. <laughs> Things that didn't make the edit 2023. It, it, it'll depend how long the episode runs, whether this gets cut out or not. <laughs> depends how long this uh, joke If continues. we're still here at like five o'clock, then yes, this whole bit's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're listening to this at home right now, congratulations, it made the edit. And also, <laughs> yes, we'll get to the fucking story, alright? Uh, we have fun here. Some of us do anyway. What's this wee bullshit? <laughs> so, Dice. Dice, the cube that changes everything, follows the story of Dong Tae. And I am going to apologise because it is a green webtoon and None of us speak any Korean at all. I don't think. Oh yeah, like it's. No, it is I, as... I speak. Uh, I speak a word. Uh, Dong Tae. Uh, uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. See, I speak Korean. You're okay, assuming you... you're pronouncing that correctly. Though. I was about to say. You you say you speak it. You've read the words. I watched speak. Squid Game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is the Shop disclaimer. Is while none of us properly speak Japanese, we have even less idea we're pronouncing things correctly because this is. Korean and therefore a further step removed from anything we know about. So apologies for that. I'll say difference is like I I know the pronunciation behind Japanese. Not that I bother to correct any of you. <laughs> sure. I don't know pronunciation for Korean. So I've no idea if what I'm saying is even remotely correct. But uh anyway, our protagonist, Dong Tae, is uh, a little down on luck in life. He is what is known as a bread shuttler, an errand boy for the class delinquents bullies, constantly picked on, sent to go buy their lunch using his own money. And life's just got him a bit down as a result. Until one day, a transfer student, Tabin, appears, and everything starts to change. And that's all the little leading I'm giving you. 
Mike, buddy. Yes. I'm hoping you can help me because uh, I read this the first time around. I really struggled to articulate why I fucking hated this. Okay. <laughs> Are you hoping that I can right. articulate? I'm hoping you can you. help me here, like unpack this, because the first time I read this, genuine revulsion towards this. Uh, oh, it, it's because <laughs> this is actually just solo leveling, but the main character is completely unlikable. <laughs> no, 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 because <laughs> for all of my issues with solo leveling, that's competently written <laughs> this okay this one does take some time to find its feet i'll give you that <laughs> but no i mommy my main issue is i fucking hate this main character because i he's meant to be written sympathetically like he's been picked on a lot and like he's been pushed around and as a result of that he's got a bit of a like a hateful look towards the world he's like if only i was born winning the lottery like these people and like, if only I was yes. born better, etc. If, if only I was good-looking or rich, yeah, exactly, or smarter. Basically, you know, if I was someone else. So yeah, like I, I understand what they're going for here, but the way he is consistently written throughout this entire thing, dude's a fucking incel. I would. Absolutely. I have been dancing around the word incel for a lot of like my descriptions. Like, do I want to go that far and say? <laughs> no, I'm going that far. I say I don't know if I would go a hundred percent, but he sure I, as fuck acts like one. I don't yeah. think I would go. Nothing I remember makes him come across incelly. Like he's no, not, like he's not specifically the entire way big... he acts towards Tybin and Yunju is a yeah, like a it, it's immediate set of warning flags. It, it's the how how he's like everything is bad because everyone else is just lucky and I'm unlucky, therefore. I am always the victim here. Yes. It's very well, incelly behavior. I would say the one caveat I would put here is that his, his general outlook on life, not specifically towards women. Sure. Which but... is where the in which is specifically what incel is. Yes, because involuntarily celibate. Like I get yes. that. But I, I'm I'm less talking about the fact that he can't get with women and more just like his his general demeanor is of someone oh, he's, he's who very is bleak. very unlikable because of the way he approaches things in his mind. He just it just makes it it, it does things in a very very hateful way, and as a result of that, I just oh, I do not like this character, and I don't want to see him succeed ever. But I, he does. I, I never got the impression he goes and does things in a hateful way for the most part. Like he steps in to protect people, like the bullies when they're getting beaten up later on sure like that no, that's not that and... like no that's fine like he can do some good things and he does eventually decide because effectively he gets superpowers well so 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 let, let's not just skip ahead shall we let's okay so our transfer student Tabin appears he's everything our main character dong tay isn't he's good looking he's tall he's smart he's athletic everything you could want and one day they're in classroom by themselves after school and David's like, Hey, wouldn't it be crazy if you could like make yourself look better, be taller, blah blah blah, like some sort of game. Wouldn't it be crazy? Wouldn't that be crazy? Wouldn't that be crazy? And ensuing shenanigans, our uh, main character finds himself with a dice. Which upon rolling he finds out he is become involved in a game effectively he has become a dicer people who 
upon gaining these special dice can invest them into pretty much whatever they want at the whims of the Game Master X. But e- even the way he becomes a dicer is kind of like, like, why is this character so detestable? Like, in that first meeting with Taben, when Yunju, who is the uh, female heroine and has less fucking agency than Princess Peach, <clears throat> when when she shows up, he immediately does the whole wabulence runoff thing. No, 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 blah, blah, blah. not well, not blah, 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 backer, but basically just flees the scene because heaven forbid the girl he likes ever have any interest in anyone else. So then later on, he decides to, for whatever reason, stalk the two of them. Mm-hmm. Across town, following them all there. Yeah. Tybin then, unbeknownst to us, gets a quest, which we'll get to that in a bit. So then they then wander around town for many hours for some reason before they just go to a random rooftop and then the dice get spawned in and then they they fight. Oh, it's so, so cringe and terribly done. Because the way this whole dice thing works is... They once you've picked up a a blue dice specifically, they, these magical dice that spawn in for whatever reason, we don't actually find out how it started. But once you get one of these, if you roll it, it becomes your dice, and you can use that to level up your stats, as it were. So your intelligence or your strength or your endurance or whatever, and then literally you get anything you want. Yeah, literally anything about you, and that happens in real time in real life, and. So that's the idea behind that. But then in order to get more dice, you can do quests, which are being given by the guy, this guy called X. That, that's all we know him as. And they are effectively text, texted to you. And these quests get a little weird as well, because they can be random things like, and I do mean random, like steal someone's uniform and wash it. Like, that's all right. That's a bit weird. And then you get rewarded for it by being given these dice which you can then roll and add more stats to yourself and that's just generally the driving force behind everything these characters do because i i mean i get it i'd i'd play this game i think i don't think i'd go to some of the extremes that they do but yeah sure i'd play this game and it's just odd that this seems to be like the only driving force in this entire manga or story even and the reason they were up there was probably because he had one of these random quests. Because we then find did, out... Yes. Uh, oh yeah, well he cleared the quest, which is what spawned the die. Yeah, uh, and then we find out that he's actually a bad person or something, I don't know. It's... Mo- morally grey. You, you sure. find out that he himself is a dicer, obviously. Dicer, And yes. that he has used the dice in much the same way as Dante does, our main character. He has improved his looks, he's made himself taller. And then sort of one of the whole things is because the quests are handed out by X and they are specific to the person for the most part. Mm-hmm. Until later, we'll get Until, to that. Yeah, like, you know, quest, quests are given out, but usually they are... Tailor-made is the best way of putting it. Like, X, X is the one creating these quests, it seems, and he's handing them out to people. So he's doing what he want, he's trying to get people to do what he wants for shits and giggles. And in fact, he even pretty much says as much at one point. I mean, X's betrayal, and you, again, you only ever see him through text messages, essentially. No, no appearance no at this point, and I doubt we will for a while yet. 
is very much just comes across like just a like a shit poster teenager or something on the internet forum. Yeah. The way he speaks, the quests he gives out, because there's a lot of like, oh man, you're, you're having an awkward interaction with a girl. Oh, here are your quests. Tell them they're pretty. Grope them. Get get a date, etc. It's like, uh, yes, stuff like that. Like he is a creeper, but very deliberately so. He, X is very deliberately manipulative of everyone. Yeah, like the, the quests he give out are usually to try and get things to happen. Not necessarily anything in specific, but just he he wants something to happen for his entertainment, whatever that may. Maybe. Yeah, truth, truthfully, in what we read, we have absolutely no idea what X's motivation is here. The only thing we figured out that it's he's not some sort of god. He's running some sort of technological system. But that's really what we get. The main focus on what we read is about the dice themselves. Mm. So the only other thing we really learned about X, about the midpoint of what we read, is that he's not doing this out of like a kind-hearted nature of like, I just want to bring out the best in everyone. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, he's doing it for shits and giggles. Yeah, like he's a mischief maker. Yes, and these people happen to be profiting, I guess, from it. I mean, so well, it I works think out for everyone. Says later on, these uh, like this isn't the help. This is to give people a sword or some other analogy for it. I can't remember. Yeah, it does seem like these dice are being pretty much exclusively given to terrible people, though. Well, thing is, they're not. I don't want to say they're not given because they very explicitly are, but. Yeah. The point is, it's not X giving the dice as such. Like, yeah. Ultimately, yes, it is. But Dante, for instance, he isn't given a dice from X. He just happens to get the dice that Tabin was getting as a reward from X, and rolled yes. it, and thus he got gets involved. And that's true of everyone else who ends up the dice as we read. They find a dice from a quest reward or from some other means that we'll get to at some point and roll it, and then they become involved. It's definitely at first the case of like, oh boy, this is my power now. Um, why would I give it to anyone? i got to hoard all the points and become the sexiest, smartiest. I suspect we do actually see the first person in the chain getting them in the prologue chapter for this. Oh yeah, but... that, I'm assuming that's what it is. Yeah, where we just see these dice being like descending from heaven. And like I a mean, meteorite strike it's the a ground. meteorite strike and i assume that is the actual origin of this because it is supernatural obviously in the way it <laughs> grant powers so. short of this whole thing actually being a video game <laughs> no like, no all right it fake it did an isekai fake out and i was like this better not be another <laughs> fucking isekai like literally episode, <laughs> no. episode one not zero they do a whole bit about oh man like being reborn and uh, people rolling dice like oh you rolled all nat ones uh, your life's fucked mate and i'm like is, is this a fucking isekai? no never comes up again <laughs> i literally think that's just there to bait people who like isekais and are like oh yeah it's an isekai no. and then no it's no not. it's it's there because the idea is say like it's it's your look at the draw kind it's trying to give you that it's like you you've rolled your lot in life just Curse the fact that you rolled shit before you were born. It could be that as well, but I also think part of it is it's a bait, considering that it's is the sure. massively popular trend. Uh, bear in mind this start years and years ago. This 2013. That's still post Isakai boom. Like that's post SEO anime. 
I believe that it maybe could be, but it doesn't stick with it. So no, it's not yeah. Redditor. I just that's why I think it's just there as like a way of being like, hey kids. Yeah, I I think the whole that what you just said is very emblematic of what I said earlier, which is this thing takes a long time to find its feet properly because those first like four five chapters are so meandering like i don't know if you guys felt the same thing but but at least by the end of like chapter three i was like just get to the fucking point already because the majority of those first early chapters are just the guy running around getting bullied and it's like cool like when's something gonna happen and to his credit something does eventually happen it's just wow this thing takes a long time to get going I have I have many many faults in this series, but I think pacing wise, I actually think it does it relatively well. Like I don't think three episodes in the context of a webtoon is that long a time to establish scene before things get going. Also, it's sort of to establish your characters a little bit before you get into the the main plot, as it were. Yeah, we've got to establish the heroine so that then we can develop her down the line, right? <laughs> We're going to develop yeah. her, too, right? The uh, main heroine of this is... It's not even... The heroine is too strong a word. Honestly. Like, she's she's there. She is the she's the item our protagonist fawns over. The MacGuffin, yeah. yes. Yeah. I mean, she she's very much a side character. She doesn't do I don't know. much. She, she's meant to be one of the mains. Like, I mean, the towards the end of what we read, the plot's revolving around her, essentially. Yes. Like, she's definitely becomes more involved in that last arc we get to like every like most of what our lead character does is in the vain hopes of getting with her which is the mm. incelly behavior raising its yeah, head again because that uh because you get everything has a layer to this because tabin ends up getting with Anju, presumably because of quests yeah he, he, you see him accepting a, yeah it's heavily implied that he accepted a quest to uh, get with her get with her which dong tae Sort seems to figure out and really doesn't like it. It's like, no, because obviously she should be with him, the nice guy. Yeah. But then also, Tabin also then decides to really wind him up for no reason because presumably he's got his dice. So, what does it matter? I just, oh, yeah, I, I'm this is what I'm saying. Like, everyone you see holding on to these dice, they are all depicted as terrible people. Oh, they're all fucking psychos. Like, yes. a, there's a point later on in the story, about halfway through what we read, where an event happens where loads of people in the school then magically get dice and they all immediately descend to absolute horrible people. And yes. bear in mind, they're all 16 to 18. I, yes, some people will be like this. I get it. But like, half the school just totally willing to kind of forsake their humanity almost to just. They go flying to really wound people. Murder a psychopath. Psychopathy, yeah. yes. Like, what the fuck? And this is before you get to the fact that no adults seem to con onto anything. <laughs> anything. That is true. Yep. Uh, and the... there's a weird atmosphere these days. That's the most you get for that. That's the most the teachers figure out. Even no, though they're openly get... advertising dice on fucking notice boards by the end of the fucking hell. <laughs> Sorry, Phil. Go on. Yeah, all, all I was going to say is you do get a few passing comments like, I think at one point they're like, Oh, you kids are playing some weird penalty game or something at the moment. You need to stop that. They, they, obviously, they don't know anything about the dice specifically. 
I get that they don't know anything about the dice, but I feel when you're at the point where kids, multiple kids are going to the hospital and multiple kids are exhibiting insane feats of superhuman strength, probably going to be aware that something weird's going on. I'm not saying you'd immediately jump to supernatural, but you'd be like, this is a bit fucking weird. I mean, I would jump in that situation. Like, if this was happening in real life, I would immediately jump to something supernatural because we we are imme- we we are introduced. I'd, I'd probably think drugs first before I thought supernatural. But uh, no, I'd go to super. I would go straight to supernatural <laughs> because we are introduced to the whole concept of people being able to become ridiculously strong or fast. Because uh, yeah. in an attempt to do good, our main character he stops the replacement punching bag from being bullied because like he was being bullied he got more attractive Young and... who is yeah, I... I also want to say the only character in this who gets some more actual development and complexity gets or... development but <laughs> yeah so he he uh he is saved because in a i'd say a genuinely nice moment from this character there is a few and he says like oh man this guy is was the replacement punching bag because I stopped being bullied because I got more attractive and physically capable. And so I'm going to do him a favor. I'm going to give him one of my dice so he can start being a dicer and he can start improving himself. Yeah, overnight, that guy goes down some sort of research rabbit hole and just makes his one of his arms incredibly strong. I'm talking like Dragon Ball Z level so, strength here. The, the whole point being, he's obviously like a goddamn nerd. Absolute and nerd, like, yes. Like, he's depicted as being like quite studious. He is Hackerman, yes. Yeah, Mr. Hackerman at some point, as we find out, yes. And basically, he gets the dice, X gets in touch with him, so like, here's what dice are, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he says, X, and our main character gets this as well, says, I'll answer whatever questions you have about dice that I can, kind of thing. So, yeah, you, as Mike said, he goes on a bit of a research spring. It's like, oh, do you know, you can put your skills into anything, but, like, you can put it into strength. But if you put it into strength in, like, into one specific body part, it has a greater effect. Yeah. So he gets a really strong arm. And then, as soon as he starts to try and get bullied the next day, he takes that one arm. He, I'm going to say, not lightly shoves, but he shoves someone in, like, an awkward angle situation. Like, He's sitting down and he shoves the guy like behind him, kind of. Wipes behind him, doesn't he? The point is, you couldn't use your full strength in this at all. So clearly, this no. guy has got some strength behind him because he then this the force of this shove, by the looks of things, breaks the guy's ribs, propels him backwards, and leaves a crater in the wall behind him where he hits the wall. It's like, damn, that is some Dragon Ball level strength right there. And I would immediately go like, yep, that's supernatural, like. No amount of drugs overnight is going to cause that. <laughs> well, not going to happen. That, that is actually brought up specifically in regards to like the teachers. Like, you do get a conversation like between background characters. In, I believe it is where they're just like, "Oh yeah, the teachers say it couldn't possibly have been uh, Byung Chul. This this no. guy. Like, there's no way a human could do that. But they're saying it has to be him because there's just no other explanation for it." Also, the room was the full of people who watched, yeah. yeah. Yes, but the point is they're going like, well, they're kids, they're just making shit up. But also, we have no actual explanation for what happened here, so... Yes, the entire room full of children were capable of synchronising their stories at a moment's notice. 
to say the exact same thing, which we just choose not to believe because I think every adult like... in this thing is dumb. <laughs> I think it's more like, oh, well, clearly that's what the kid saw, but they must have missed something. They must have missed the fact he had... Uh... Sure. He, like, he had write it off however you want. Device but... on it. Uh, yeah. Write it off however you want, but uh, yeah. Also, I, I think he killed this boy. Like, <laughs> I... I don't know if, like... The original the implication was that, he, oh, shit, he's dead. But then they're like, no, no, no. it's hospital. That, no, that's what I was saying. I was like, I was looking at And the way he's drawn, he's got, like, blanked out eyes, his neck's twisted off to one side. Like, that motherfucker's dead. <laughs> they took him to the hospital. And he got a three-day suspension for presumably almost killing this guy, if not actually killing him. <laughs> Again, it's because, it's because they couldn't... The teachers couldn't actually pin anything on him they're like no human can do that you kids you kids must all be goddamn high <laughs> this is the first time where you see a character go immediately to the insanity well as soon as he gets hold of these dice because this kid like yeah he was being bullied and stuff but he immediately becomes super unhinged like crazy unhinged. i think the implication is more that's because of how the insane power he now has. Like, yes. the dice are making him crazy rather than he was always crazy and now he has the means. Kind yeah, of. No, like, I, I, I totally think, believe you. I think a bit of the difference there is like, I wouldn't say he goes as far as being unhinged as such. Like, in that particular oh, no, scene where he nearly kills him, he is once again getting picked on because obviously no one knows anything's gone on with him. He just looks completely normal. So he's getting bullied and picked on. He's like, stop it, stop it, stop it. And, you know, the bullies, they're not going to stop. So then you get fucking smashes one of them. And it's like, I wouldn't say that's unhinged. That's Oh, no, he's not that part. stood up for himself. No, no, that part I do understand went a bit far, but I do oh, understand. Yes. Don't, don't get me wrong. Shouldn't be killing people or nearly killing people. Yeah, like, no, that part I do understand in some ways. The part that I'm saying is unhinged is that as soon as as soon as he's done the thing, he stands up, he starts to walk over to the guy to finish the job. Yes. And then and then our main character gets in the way and says, No, 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 stop. And then he goes, Oh, you wanna fucking fight, do you? If no, I remember, what the fuck? he goes to leave the class some of them in the class says, How can you do this to your friend? At which point, you know, <laughs> he's like yeah. What fucking universe do you think he's my friend? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's also fair. Yeah, because yeah. I think that was it. Wasn't wasn't it? One of the other bullies then calls out to me like, "Hey, where the fuck do you think you're going? We're not done here," kind of thing. And he's like, "Oh, you fucking want to go?" Which is also dumb. Yeah. In the nicest way, if someone's broken someone, I'm not going to antagonize. This is like it's like in wrestling where people are like, "Ah, oh, man, well, he's just killed my friend, but I'll antagonize him." No, there's no way you could beat me up. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> Vegeta has just punched the machine through the wall. I'll take him on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's when Dante steps in and is like, no, no, stop. Stop that. M murder is wrong. <laughs> yeah. No, I, like, I do agree that Byung-Cho definitely has a, more of an inclination to fight after that point. Like, there are multiple times where instead of discussing them, being like with Tybin, he's like, no, no, let's fight. So I think that sort of comes down to this idea that Byung-Cho's like, Okay, so like dice can make you like better than humans at things. Like, can how much better can you get? Like, can you learn this is the example he gives? Can you learn telekinesis or ESP? So I think he says actually, 
one of the, the the first thing he tried to do with the dice after X said, you know, you can get any stat you want. It's like, can I get the power to see through things? Can I put? Can I invest in that skill? And rather than just being told, no, that's dumb. That's not a skill. It's sorry, you've not unlocked that skill yet. So he's like, oh well, need need to do more research. I need to find out what what can you do? What what happens if you do this with the dice? What do you do that? I mean, how strong is... are different dice? This is the main reason why he's the one character I can tolerate because he's actually the one looking into things and trying to progress something. Like because he is Hackerman, he supposedly figures out some Hackerman stuff on X and on X themselves. But yeah, well, we ever learn bad. because predictably, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too bad he goes insane and then dies. Fucking, <laughs> I mean, he doesn't. I mean, I he, he, does, goes he does multiple stupid things. First of all, we get the stupid trope of, like, after he's figured everything out, he, like, meets up with Dong Tae outside school. He's like, ah, oh, I'll tell you tomorrow. <laughs> no, just tell him then. Like, fuck waiting. Just tell him. And then <laughs> takes on multiple quests, clearly not being manipulated by X. So it's like, go into school. Spill some gasoline, accidentally. Drop a flame, accidentally. You get loads of dice, kid. Just, just go do that. And magically, the security happened to be there to respond to the alarm in about two seconds. It's like totally not a setup. How did you not see this coming? Yeah. Also, I would like to point something out. Normally, in these kinds of games, like uh, in comics, whatever, like in solo leveling, if you decline or you fail the quests, bad shit happens to you. There is no downside in this whatsoever. It, you don't from get you just don't get dice. You don't don't do the task, don't get the reward. And that's it. So he chose to do that. He did, yes. He, he chose to go to the school and try and burn the place down. Which is why I'm saying he goes immediately unhinged. Yeah. Like I think that is definitely the one part where he's like, Oh, you know what, this this is a bit of a crazy thing, but fuck, I want to do it. I want to get back at the people in this school. Because, again, he, he was also bullied. I, sure, but I don't really see how setting fire to the school helps that. I did. I mean, this is a whole discussion in of itself of, like... I was about to say. It... People with their misdirected revenge fantasies. Oh, no, sure. And then, but then he dies in some <laughs> fashion. Weirdest. Yeah, it, it's so, not very well explained, but he's being chased by... I think it was perfectly explained. Uh, I think the idea, like, he, in, while he's hiding from the security, instead of doing the classic, I'm going to hide on the toilet with my legs on it, he decides to hang on to the pipe outside the window. Yes. On, like, the yeah. fifth story or something. On, yeah. like, the fifth story. Apparently the score is five floors down. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. Does, does that. When they go, he moves over to, like, grab the ledge. But then... Some of the dice he has fall out his pocket, which apparently immediately triggers on his left arm for some reason. And yeah. then he it's, loses, no, loses I don't think it's triggering on his left arm. It's just we've, you sort of see it like. I mean, his arm is... grows blue, the same blue as the dice. So I was assuming that's. And yeah, the like, dice just fall out his pocket. The implication there is that it's the roll. Yeah, no. uh, this is this is kind of explained. Like this is the way I interpreted it anyway. Where there's this whole system where you get a dice, it's blue. Literally anyone can use it when it's blue. If someone else picks it up and rolls it, then it becomes their dice and they become a dicer. But then once it's red, you effectively have... And then it turns red after it's been rolled. But then once it's red, it's locked to you. And you can store those points and spend them whenever you want on whatever you want. And in this scene, he has a 
a whole bunch of blue dice in his pocket. And so these are dice that are not assigned. They have not been rolled. They shouldn't be available to him. But then when he's hanging outside the building, which again, stupid, but sure, he one falls out of his pocket and seems to automatically assign itself to his stats. And the reason I say that is because in a previous chapter, he'd explained that if you were like mentally focusing on one body part or something, then your stats will go all into that body part, which is how he can get one really strong arm. The problem is his arm has become so strong so fast that it's starting to fall apart. It's supernaturally strong. Like it is beyond human strength. Yeah. Like, and it's it's, causing his body to break down basically. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's too much to unbalance something like that. Yeah. Unbalanced is the word they. Yeah. And so the way I interpreted this is because he's hanging on using that arm. That's like fucked up. He's obviously thinking about the pain in that arm that he's currently using. So when the dice rolls, it's effectively rolling on his behalf. And because he's thinking about the arm, that increases the stats in the arm, which then fucks it up even more, which makes him let go and fall to his death. That's how I interpreted it, but it's a bit of a jumping through loops situation. No, I think what it is, because we see in chapters leading up to it, sort of just after this incident in the classroom where he nearly kills a guy. Yeah. Our main character chases after. It's like, hey, what's going on? They have this discussion about putting points into one part specifically is uh, more effective. Yes. And you kind of see he's holding his arm. He's kind of like tense and shaking. And it's like, it, he's the sort of showing you that actually it's hurting him. And like, he can't control it to an extent. Yes. So when he's hanging on that window ledge, it suddenly he suddenly has pain. Just so happens to be when he's looking down a dice that's fallen out of his pocket and then that causes him to fall. I'd believe that if the arm didn't specifically glow blue before he falls. There is also you another do thing You see to that this. in say, in the earlier chapters when they're showing you his arm. Yeah, th- th- there is another angle to this as well. We do find out later that there is some from what I, un- what I could tell some unspoken rules to this whole game and you're fine, you can do whatever you want as long as you don't break the rules far as i could tell there were never explained any rules but whatever yes. and but then uh he the guy I mean, who the fell, rules are basically just you can't hack the game yeah well he was breaking the rules he was hacking the game somehow and it was implied at least yeah and so x then sort of impl- uh, then the main character says to x uh was he breaking the rules and he's like yes people who break the rules have to be eliminated erased deleted Deleted. something yeah something to that effect and so that's the other thing that it could have been like in that moment maybe that was him taking control of the system and like manipulating situation and making him fault to delete him essentially like it is possible yeah well x X openly like x never says this outright but does openly imply yeah well you know Shit happened. Him. Yeah. And like I gave you quests, yeah. you know, either way, not that bothered. And again, why uh, to be fair, why would they be? If you're controlling this power, what the fuck are these kids gonna do to you really? But this <laughs> this this was the other thing as well, wasn't it? So sort of while young Charles handing hanging on that drain pipe, meanwhile on the other side of the town for all we know, I don't know, our main character gets 
a new quest given to me. It's like, oh, go to school, go to the fifth floor bathroom, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And he's kind of looking and going like, oh, that's a bit of a weird quest to get it this time of night for no reason. And he's like, I'll just, just like, I'll just ignore it. As Mike said, there's no penalty no, for it. No penalty beyond, whatsoever, no. Just you don't get the dice. So he's like, yeah, I'll just not bother. And then next day they go to school and Young Chul has splattered all over the floor with lots of blue dice. And I mean, it. fucking top-notch staff of that school. Like, not seeing that and dealing with it before the kids showed up. But in fairness, like, fucking hell. That's, that's not just the staff. That's the whole, like, the ambulance, the police. <laughs> yeah, they all fail. Good fucking just, job, kids guys. Kids can just walk up to this scene and then just pick up the presumably evidence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, granted, you may have no idea what the deal with these dice are, but if you're finding a kid has presumably jumped off the building and is scattered around glowing blue dice all around the body, you're like, I don't know what the deal with that is, but we're going to take it into evidence just to make sure. <laughs> but nope, they let kids walk all over this scene and pick shit up. And, oh Surely God. you'd close the school that day, because this happens at yeah. the night, so the teacher should find it before the students. Or, like, That's what I'm saying. Like, one or two. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, presumably some sort of staff gets there before the first kids of the day. Someone should have noticed this. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to defend that part, because, yeah, you would imagine someone would have come across him beforehand. Yep, that's those security guards that were conveniently there the night before oh and didn't out in the courts. <laughs> like, what the fuck is up with that? All I, all I would say on that is perhaps they just didn't hear him fall. I mean, I can get if they didn't hear him fall, but they have to go home at some point. They, they've got to do rounds of the building to try and look for this kid that they definitely saw <laughs> and they'd want to find. Yeah. Yeah, King I don't. I don't dumb. deny that. Like, definitely, the writing's probably dumb, should be found. Pal, the writing's point. dumb. Yeah, the the writing very much does want you to not think about it too hard. Point is, you wouldn't close school. You you would obviously you would stop anyone going in that particular area. You you wouldn't yeah. close. I mean, maybe you'd close the school in this country, but I would believe I that would in, in like. Country. No, I, okay. I feel because the police have to do an investigation on site, and I feel death on site with an active investigation yeah, probably they would, easier they to just shut the whole that. thing down for a day. No, because you wouldn't want kids running around there. You just—it's too much of a risk. So. Especially because you know there might be a murderer on the loose. Yeah. Well, no, because I think they even say pretty quick, like, "Well, it's very clearly suicide. He jumped off the oh, roof." Yeah, but if you don't know, you have to take yeah. into consideration. Because like, it could have been pushed. I don't know. To me, that's absolutely a, like only a day. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you'd shut it down for like a week or anything, but I think for that day, it would be easier to just. The only shut thing I'd say, nah. this could again be another cultural difference that we just don't understand. Like maybe, like schools don't shut for anything in Korea. I don't know. It's, it's I, possible I don't considering think shut it here. considering the focus on grades and such in eastern culture then it's like yeah yeah i get i get that the school may not close even if there was a literal dead person but yeah the, there's no way that those kids should be able to find that body there's no there's just no way it wouldn't happen not like that anyway you would cover the area up stop people seeing it for death yes unless they try to use this as like a teaching moment which is pretty fucked up <laughs> no <laughs> but they, they, we do see it is um cordoned off 
at the very least. <laughs> is it though? Yes. I mean, yes. not really. <laughs> yeah, it it's is. like there's one line of police tape about three foot from the body. <laughs> so is it though? Yeah. Because the corner would have to go around all the evidence, so not really. I mean, oh, presumably yeah. it goes up to the school wall off panel. It's just, the whole scene is like stupid if you think about it too hard. And a lot of this webtoon is stupid if you think about it too hard. I think a lot of this webtoon is stupid if you think about it. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, logically speaking, the, the whole premise falls down immediately where, right at the beginning of the thing, the story, main character gets his dice, fine, immediately uses it to improve his looks, and everyone it like notices that his that he's his looks have changed literally overnight, but like no one questions it at all. Now in fairness, I wanna say no one questions it, they just go, That's cool. No one really No, they do go like, Oh, how how'd you do it? Tell me how you got that's that's not I think that's different to what Mike's implied. Mike's like no, that ain't Mike's implied like you go, no, that ain't right. But in fairness, I don't think his glow up is that much. Like they're like, so, like, oh that, my god, he's so instance. different. And I'm like, no, he's just in the light now. That's <laughs> that, that that first instance, that first that first set of dice, it is just making him taller. Yeah, like it is full on a uh, redo of healer. I can't recognize him anymore. He's slightly <laughs> taller. <laughs> he's Jeff with a G, not a J. Uh, now, to be fair, you, what you have reminded me of here, Mike, is another thing that um, mildly drives me mad in this. What's at that? least at this early stage. So this is called Dice. It's all about yes. rolling dice. Uh-huh. I would argue at no point in these first 30 episodes does it matter what you actually roll. <laughs> The idea being that the things you roll are the points you can then spend. Yes. Oh, no, I get that. But at no point are they like, oh, no, I rolled a one. My life, oh, what a waste. Like, yeah, it's all about is... getting the dice. Then what you roll on them is entirely irrelevant to these Well, things. why would it be? Why would it matter when you can just get more dice? It's not But wrong. then why have it be dice? <laughs> why, why indeed, Sean? Why, why indeed? Like, what, what's this weird question mark dice that comes up at the end? Who knows? At the very end, sure. But again, like for the first 30 strips, it's like, it's, it's a webcomic called Dice. It's about rolling the dice, but it's relevant that you're rolling dice, pretty much. It's not, about the ro- it's not about the roll of the dice, it's about the dice. Yeah, and like, but I get what Sean's saying. Like, the, the key feature of a dice is the roll. Like, otherwise, why not just have the whole thing based around tokens in a bag? You know, so I, I I get the idea of that, and I think the main reason why the actual rolling is so very irrelevant is because the whole concept of dice is so completely diluted by the fact that people get fucking tons of them. Sure, it's like, yeah. like the standard reward for doing a quest is like five, and by the looks of things, you can do like that's three not the standard reward. I know it's not, but it's like average close. No, no, that's it's a just because we see those quests more because they're special quests, essentially. Like most, most quests will be one or two. The point is, there's like, doesn't seem to be a limit on the ki- amount of quests you get per day. And so no. people get fucking tons it's, of It's them. up to however many X wants to assign to you. Basically. I was about to say, it's, it's yeah. down to the whims of X. So generally, when you're new, you'll get lots of like low level, easy stuff like throw this trash away a mile away from where you live or. Slap this kid's ass and say that you did it. <laughs> that does happen. While he was peeing as well. Like, oh, dick move. <laughs> but yeah. 
like, my point that's, is, that's there's, like, this... I suppose the thing is, in what we've read, there's no limit on the number of dice you can get, but there does seem to be an escalation in what's required to get said dice. You see, that part I don't mind at all, and I'll talk about that in a second. But my main point was that because there's so many dice, like we're talking, you're going to get, I would say, easily 10 dice a day. And even if all 10 of those dice, and this is a number I've just pulled out of my ass, but it does seem like a reasonable one. But even if all of them landed on a one, then that's still 10 points to play with, which we find out later is pretty effective. So, depending how you use them, yeah. Yeah, and we also found out that this kid, that uh, the the second guy, the guy who falls off the building, etc., he got insanely strong in this one arm through I think it was like six or seven dice. So these things are ridiculously powerful, just in of themselves, and you get so many of them that any kind of rolling that you would do with them is completely meaningless. Like, you could roll just a, a completely average dice roll, and you're like, cool, there's some points. You could roll the lowest dice roll, and it wouldn't really make a difference, because you know you're going to get more. And so, I feel like the whole core concept of there being dice in this game, in this comic, is just very, very diluted. Because you have no reason to connect emotionally to the stakes that are involved, that are implicit with rolling dice. There's no gamble here. It's just, this is a thing that you're doing to get more points. And so it all becomes about getting more dice, because yes, why not just get more rather than put any sort of stock in what you're rolling? And that completely misses the point of dice being the driving force behind this whole plot. Because again, why even bother with dice at all at that point? Why not just say, you get five points for doing this? Like, you get five tokens get five stat ops and i get the idea that they need something physical so they could do the whole spreading the dice around to different people thing later so i get that part but there's no need there's no reason for it to be dice specifically not yet one thing i would point out is it's only briefly shown towards the end of what we read but you do see you can use dice for things other than stat ops and specifically, yes. not so much the dice, the points you get from rolling the dice. Yeah, like, I think, yeah, there's two. On the one hand, yes, I, we do learn, like, for example, I think Tybin uses it to restore strength in an elongated yes. fight. That's fine. teleports, yeah. I, we haven't teleport. got to that one yet. <clears throat> so, yeah, he does that, it's fine. But he's also, or like, all the points he has are already banked and available. It's not like he has to go, oh, shit, I need more strength. And then he have a scene where he rolls the dice, like, one, no! Yeah, no. it's it's not like your D and D game of like, okay, uh, this task is AC thirteen. Let me go for it. No, point is he's going. I'm going to spend two of my rolled points, my banked point. Yeah, on restoring my strength, and you see, he only has nine. And you could use that's the thing as well. Like you could have ten banked points from like a six and a four, but you don't have to spend six and four points. You could just no. spend any number of those points. Like yeah. the fact that they are dice. Apart from the visuals, seemingly at the moment, completely irrelevant, which is a mistake in my opinion. Like they need to, they need to find some way to involve their hook. Otherwise, the fact that there is dice just becomes kind of annoying. Like it's, it's revolving around this, these things, and they're very powerful. And like, yeah, I know, but 
Who cares? You're always going to get more. Who cares? Like, I mean, I guess I'm not 100% sure how you would fix that necessarily. I guess the way I think you would do is that you would roll it from blue to red. And then maybe because there's a school mafia, because of course there's a school mafia. That, <laughs> that does happen. Maybe you have some kind of like trading thing where you're like, well, I've got a five, but you've got a three and you're willing to give me like a hundred one or whatever. So sure, I'll trade for that. Yeah. Because then you could be, because there could be an argument of like, are uh, ones more valuable than sixes? Because ones you can use individual points, whereas six, you have to use six points all at the same time and yeah that would you be may not want it all in one thing but they don't do that it's just here is a pool of points you have so why do you need the dice rolling part just just make it an app smartphone app like other <laughs> yeah. series have done <laughs> yeah like i don't know maybe that would take away from the magic of it and yes i do recognize that in order for the story they want to tell to work you do need something physical for the way they want to tell it but yeah the whole dice thing completely wasted got it got to have something physical so when after beyond chill dies and half the population of the school gets dice you can have it all descend into that i mean there are many other examples but if you've ever seen either of the community episodes like where it's about the app the cat app that i forget the name <laughs> of, yeah or the any meow, of the episodes that are whatever. like that and the school immediately descends into this like structured civilization like with a mafia and everything it's like yeah in a week <laughs> in a week <laughs> yeah, um, because after uh, Young Young Chun was that his name? Uh, the guy who fell Young off the building. Chun. Yeah, the guy who fell off the building. After he falls off the building, all the blue dice in his pocket scatter around, and all the kids that find the body pick up these dice and like, what the hell's up with this? And then presumably, then they figure it out. And the whole idea I mean, of to be fair again, I don't know why you wouldn't show this because it's one actual use of rolling it. Presumably, at some point they go, well, it's a dice. What else would you do with a dice roll? And yeah. Then, you, oh shit! This crazy man's on my phone. Whoa. You do. You do get something to that effect. It's not so much they roll it, but um, Dante says, "Oh no, you need to give me that dice." And, and then, then they get ultra possessive of dice. Multiple times we see people getting ultra possessive of dice yeah. for, before they know what they're for. Uh, yeah, and then basically to get bumped into each other, and the kid that was holding this dice ends up letting go of it. And that counts as a roll. Counts as a roll, yeah. So now they are a dicer. Yeah, and the and then at this point, the secret is now out. Like, uh, apart to to everyone apart from the teachers, and uh, the dice start to spread. (laughs) And the lead girl, yes, the because she's not very smart, but whatever. And the the dice spread across the school like a virus, almost. Where like people start sharing their dice with each other, and then then that adds new people as dicers, and they add more people. We get like um, the in one of the few good bits of storytelling at Arcs. This has the guy who um, our lead initially punched out to save Young Chul. He becomes a dicer, and then you know really wants to fucking fight our lead. That does happen, although <laughs> the I'll, mm. One point about this is right. that happens during the middle of like they, they actually have like a fight, a confrontation in the middle of like another ongoing thing, which we'll mention in a minute. But like even the comic points out how pointless this confrontation is. Like there's bigger fish to fry at the time. And it says like, oh my god, why am I wasting time with this? I'm just like, Yeah, why are you wasting time with this? 
This guy is such a non-issue. <laughs> so it completely, no pun intended, kicks the legs out from underneath the potential there for like a revenge story or something. It's so silly. I mean, that is that's all part of the the loving climax, which Ugh, yeah. strips the undue of any remaining agency she had. Just <sighs> yeah. Uh. So in in a previous scene, a quest had been completed in front of her, which caused some dice to appear, and this was after the dice had started spreading across the school. So presumably she'd like heard of it, but didn't really know anything about it. And everyone in the room, for their own various reasons, denied being a dicer. And so she's like, oh, these belong to no one then. I'm going to hold on to these. And then it's like, oh, no, is she also going to become a dicer? And so she's like, nope, not going to use them. Don't want to. And for some reason, X takes exception to that. And I Fro don't... X throws a temper tantrum over the very idea. I don't idea. really know why, but okay. Because he's a brat. And then decides to send a list of quests to presumably the entire everyone. school. It's literally everyone who's a dicer at school. And at that point, there's a lot of them. Like, there's a lot of them at that point. And she says that anyone who can kidnap this girl, rip her clothes off, and take revealing pictures of her gets, like, a bunch of dice. That's not even that many. Like, in total, it's, like, 15, 20 dice, because you can see it on the uh, the, the, the thing is, because they can also insult her as well, but the thing is, it's each. So you can do this repeatedly. Yeah, and so... And he, so he sends the entire school after this girl, who is completely oblivious to this, by the way. <laughs> Until suddenly, she's in the middle of doing her choir practice, or whatever it is, and this whole shit goes down where someone turns off the lights and she gets kidnapped and put in a side room and then that's just her done for the rest of what we read basically it's just yeah she, she reduced to an item thrown in a closet so that all the actual characters can have their moments and fights uh, just... and the thing is this is like a really serious thing like we're effectively effectively like half the school wants to assault this girl in a way that she may assault. never yeah yeah like may never actually recover from emotionally and that's just sort of shuffled off to one side which is also the the reason why like this is the point where the the guy from before comes back and he wants his great kick in revenge yeah to put all his strength in his legs or something and it's like even the story points out we haven't got time for this what the fuck <laughs> and it's like but they don't seem to care no, like, the, point, the point is the the guy, the bully, he doesn't care because he's not bothered about getting the dice from the quest. He just wants to fight the main character. Oh no, I got that part. I got that part, but it's like, I'm, I mean, like the story doesn't seem to care that they've sent like a lot of people to do horrible things to this girl. No one cares about any of the, like, they're all, like, we see quests early on when this first outbreak's happening between the two people who go on to lead the Mafia, funnily enough. But how they immediately get quests like they're having a fight because, of course, of course you are. You've got superpowers. Now you've got to try and kill kids. So they have a fight. And then X essentially ups the ante by going, oh, man, yeah, keep fighting. And then, you know, severely injure the people around you and we'll give you more dice. And they're just immediately willing to. Sorry, yes. OK, not immediately. They spend a the whole panel going, oh, that's a bit. Ooh. <laughs> Actually, this could be. But a that's idea. a lot of dice. <laughs> yeah. 
One thing I did mention before that I do like the idea of is when you first get this system, it is very much, the whole system is very much fruit of the poison tree. Well, like you first get they, the system. They openly make the Pandora's box reference. Yes, mm. they have very non-subtly. And the idea is that you start with really basic silly things like throw this trash into that trash can across the room. Yay, you did it. You get some dice. And then eventually, like the the asks, they build up. And so you eventually they have escalate. to do Yeah, they escalate and like you have to you have to consider what you're willing to do. My main issue is not that. I actually like that idea. My main issue is that everyone immediately jumps to the nuclear option. Because <laughs> say like that's a great concept, but no one does the consider part. Yeah, it's it's not even slightly explored. <laughs> and it would be interesting to say like there is a whole school of dicers and they're all getting these like increasingly escalating quests but then like only a few outliers are actually willing to do the really horrible shit and then it's about like how does that society develop but nope this immediately goes to everyone's willing to do all of the horrible shit because they get more dice Okay, um, that's a hell of a ramp up there, story. Because, <laughs> like, within the 30 chapters we read, within that time, the amount of dices has gone from one, two, if you count the main, both the main, the protagonists as a dicer at the beginning. So it goes from two that were to three, off. that were off, yes, two to three to the entire school in one jump, effectively. And it makes the whole concept of scaling up to something completely irrelevant. So I think one thing I will point out is it's, it's not particularly clear on how many in the school have become dicers at that it's point. It's definitely a lot. It's, I think the implication I always all, got was about half. I think I it's, it's implied basically all of the main character class. And then there's a few people from other classes around the school, but not everyone at the very least but yes there is definitely a large number yeah it, it's very much to say it's it, you sort of get that little comment where it's like well the dice are out in the open now so like it is no longer a, a, no secret, longer a secret as it was which uh yeah. also takes exception to how dare you yes now we're not but now i'm not the specialist uh <laughs> Yeah, like, and that's another thing it could have ran with. It could have run with the idea of, like, if everyone's special, nobody is. Could have run with that, and they didn't do that. Like, this thing ha sets the land speed record for throwing away its own ideas, its own interesting angles. I think it's because the angle it's going for is less that, and it's more that the dice themselves are a bad thing, in a way. Yeah, the story it seems to want to go down to is they need to be X rather than... Oh, yeah, no, it's it's definitely framed that dice are evil in this. Yeah, it's, it's basically that the spread of them is a bad thing, and that... Because you kind of get this with conversations between like uh, our main character, Tabin, and X as well, where, sort of saying, Tabin's like, well, you've let the dice out now. Just wait and see what happens. You know, shit's going to hit the fan. Whereas X is like, oh, man. Great, more people to play the game. Mm -hmm. I, I think, see I think what X happens. is surprised at first, but then yeah, once he's adapted to that, just like yeah, cool, great, more people. 
to victimize and manipulate. Well, God, well so to be fair, X is very specifically shown as not giving a shit what happens to the people who's playing. Like he's very much as as we said, like he is in it for the shits and giggles. Yeah. He he gives people a quest that will cause him the most entertainment it appears. So there being more people there means he can give more exciting quests. Also, it's never properly explained how X knows what's going on beyond he can see and hear everything that happened with the people who have dice. The implication is, uh, I don't know if this is con like confirmed because it's X, I think the idea is that he can see any or like sense anything within a radius of their dice. Because he's yeah, able to see it like he cites a quote from a random textbook in Dongbei's yes. Dongtei, sorry, Dongtei's draw. And does yeah. some other stuff. And there's a scene later on with like Tai Bin and Byung Chel fighting where he's like, Well, there's no nothing dice shaped around here, so we're all fine. Which I'm assuming is not the case, considering X seems very much aware of what Byung Chel was up to. Yeah. I would also like to point something else out. Considering the amount of dice these people have. These dice, uh, if you've read, read any of the side notes or anything, are apparently indestructible. And yes. the idea is they spawn in and they're blue. You roll them, they become red. You can use the points, and once you've used the points on them, they turn white. They don't disappear. There has to be a fucking warehouse filled with dice somewhere. Good God, the amount of them. I mean, in fairness, Mike... I think there are billions of dice in the world before this. Yeah. Th no, that's fine. I get I don't, that. I don't think another couple thousand is really going to affect the dice. These ones are indestructible. Yeah, but they, you wouldn't know that. I mean, in the nicest way, Mike, when was the last time you destroyed a dice? Because I've never done it with any dice I've owned. I have never intentionally destroyed a dice, no. But these things are going to build up and up and up and up. Eventually, you're going to want to get rid of them. Like, you are going to start to fill entire landfills with these things if they go at them the way that they're going at. At which point, I'm sure I still make a quest, which will be like, launch these I dice into space. <laughs> I think you're vastly overestimating how many dice they get. Maybe I am, but I, it's I going to get I think this problem there. if everyone on the planet became a dicer. Oh, that's where it's going, though, isn't it? <laughs> Like, why not just make everyone on the planet a dice? Why are you just making everyone a dice? I don't know. You don't have that yet. <laughs> like that, I, that's very much the way this is going. This is very much going to eventually everyone on the planet is going to be a dicer. I don't know why though. <laughs> Maybe that'll be revealed. Um, you you do get this neat little thing with Dongtei's latest quest. So, as you said. Last little arc, there's a whole quest for all the dices where it's like you've got to take pictures of Yunju, is it? I forget. Yunju? Yunju, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, her, her name is her only defining trait, Phil. So. No, no, she, she sings as well. Uh, is that a defining she, trait? She refused to get. roll the die. Yes. She's above all this, I guess. She's the one character who is at. I don't know what the fuck you guys are into, but I want no part of it. She she says at one point that people should live the way they were born to Dante, yes. a character she would never have interacted with if he hadn't oh. used dice. Yeah, like, it's easy yeah. enough to say that if your life's been good so yes. far. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's kind of the point, I think. It is, yeah. 
the point is, yeah, of course you think that. You're pretty and smart and have popular and popular. Yeah, the fact that's you know. like her one thing that she actually says in these entire thirty strips, and it's like Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yes, so the big quest where everyone's trying to do nefarious deeds, mm-hmm. and Dante's like, "No, nah, that's that's fucking wrong. Can't be doing that." So it's like, "All right, just for you, then I've got a special quest, which is basically." Stop that. Keep protector for the twelve hours the quest is going on for, or whatever. Which he immediately fails. I sure. What? No, he doesn't. Well, he does the, because she gets, gets kidnapped, kidnapped and put in a room. The point is, it stopped the others from. No one's cashed in the reward yet. Yeah. The, the point is, it stopped them cashing in the reward specific effect. Yeah. No one. Had, no one can clear the quests for him to win, but no, technically, no one has. Not. Not that I want this to happen, but. Why haven't they? Like, they've had plenty of opportunities to. But it is, and I'm saying this based off of a whole two panels. <laughs> it looks like the Mafia and a faction, which I think they refer to as the Three Firefoxes. They did, yes. Which I assume are the three girls who got a glow up in, like, one other panel on one other strip. It sounds like they've reached an agreement, so essentially the Mafia can make a boatload of dice and distribute them. I think I assume the thinking is, Mike, they know there's going to be people trying to stop this, such as mm-hmm. Dante and Tabin. So they're like, all right, we'll put Andrew away, lock her up so she can't go anywhere. And then we'll deal with the people that try to stop us. So then once that's dealt with, they can just get on with it and make a bucket load of dice, as Sean put it. Now, here's, here's the worrying thing I hadn't really thought about until this these conversations right. just now. Would Dongtei still be doing this if he wasn't getting a reward? <laughs> the implication would be yes, because sort of the way it was portrayed is he was like, no, I have to stop it. And then X is like, oh, in that case, I'll give you a special quest. Also, the quest that he gets is he gets one dice for it. But he gets but it's a, a question mark dice. dice. Yeah. It's oh, not, okay. It's not, it's not the normal dice icon with the dots and things on it. It's a yeah. dice with got a question mark on all the sides. I think I'm more just saying, maybe he would still try and do something, but I think this is extra motivation for him, which is also kind of a bit... It, it also like undercuts it as well, because for some oh, reason, oh. It, it's for some reason they, they say that if the female protagonist, if she, whatever her name is, if, they, if she figures out the dice thing, then she'll think they're terrible people and they'll never want to date them, even though they clearly don't want to date them now, but whatever. Even though they're already in a relationship with someone else. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and their big well, plan to get them to break up is to expose them for being a dice. Yeah. And what? so the idea I think they're going with is like he'll save her at some point and she'll be like, oh, I'm so thankful. Wait, you're a, you only did this because you get a reward. You're terrible. And I, I think that's where they're going with oh, that. Oh, man, he has white knight syndrome. Got it. But um, then he's like, yeah. no, I was going to do it before that, I swear. And yeah. I, I don't see it going that way, but... I, I do. <laughs> because this thing isn't very smart. Like, it wants to be. It's not, not as badly as some of the stuff we've read. Like, no one's playing 4D chess here or attempting to. No. But this thing really does think it's smarter than it is. Which is a shame because it has so many opportunities. It has to the ideas, be that smart. yeah, to yeah. be smart. 
but it, it has so many opportunities it just it just doesn't want to explore those ideas and that's okay in many ways like it's okay if you're not trying to make something smart you're just trying to say what if everyone suddenly got superpowers and were terrible people and like that's that's fine you can do that but then you need to flesh that part out a bit more and they're not really doing that either <laughs> Yeah, because there's like other throwaway bits they could work with. Like, I think both the parents of Byung Chal and Dante are shown at various points too. Let's say not be great. Oh, yeah, like straight up drunk and abusive. Yeah. What, well, yeah, one's um, seems to be a serial alcoholic, and the other two, yeah, seem to be like having either familial arguments or like, like ba- it's all falling apart for Byung Chal's family. But these, again, are more background. Like, these are things that happen for a couple of panels and then they just move on. Yeah, like, like they're, they're very happy to like slap a child if it suits them and that's supposed to feed into why these kids were like damaged and terrible before the whole dice thing came along i think it's less that and it's more to show oh look how tragic their lives are they yeah that's bullied at school they have a shit home life i think for me it was also partly to which makes sense in the early stages to kind of be like of how they can get away with using dice and how their own parents don't go, wait a minute, <laughs> yeah. you've you've grown a foot. <laughs> but uh, again, that yeah. all falls apart as soon as the dice plague immediately spreads because now apparently I have to believe that God knows how many parents don't spot their kids leaps and yeah, that, and that was the biggest mistake of this, I think. It's letting the cat out of the bag in terms of the dice so early. Because if you'd like drip fed it and like added an extra person every now and again, and then we saw how they interacted and things like that and grew as characters as a result of the dice, it would have been fine. But the very second they're like, right, the entire school's got access to these dice now, or at the very least know somewhat about it, that completely ruins any, any means of containing the story. Now the story has to be about that. Isn't it sort of this come back to this sort of idea that you can't have a conspiracy with more than is it 20 people they reckon something like that like the bigger the conspiracy the more people you need to lie to make it work and it's it's i don't think it's even quite like that they reckon that as soon as you hit like about i think it is 20 people yeah. it, uh, it it's is impossible only to a matter of around. time yeah like someone will blab to their wife their partner whatever yes so the point is, like, you can't necessarily... You, you could drip feed to an extent the number of people that know about the dice. Well, no, I think they would... They, they, they set themselves up to do it. There's right? escalation than... Absolutely. Like, two, three, everyone. They set, they set it up to be exactly that. To be like... They started with the new kid who came to school, and he, he's the one who brought the dice into protagonist's life. Yes. He then feels pity and gives it to the other bullied kid who then yes. does a thing and ends up dying as a result. And so like that's like if they'd continued on in something similar to that where a new person gets the dice and we see how that affects the story the development of their own character and the story of our overall that would have been much better I feel rather I than think... saying one two skip a few everyone I think you're talking about a very different story in a way there, though. I mean, I am, because, because a better yes. one. <laughs> mm, 
Mike's talking about a story that focuses on the micro and characters, whereas yes. the story wants to be more about the macro and how this infects, presumably, yes. the world. And I think that's a huge mistake because it completely takes away from the unique hook of them being dice. I mean, I think you can do both. I just don't think you pull that trigger episode 16 or whatever it no, was. No, absolutely not. Especially because this is what, like 300 chapters or uh, something? Best part of 400 episodes. Yeah, so like that's where they are at like chapter 16. But this, this has four seasons. Like that would be for me a season. That would be a season ender. Be like, oh shit, now it's out. And annoyingly, they actually have like a couple of panels where they talk about containing the situation. Like there's a brief moment where the two protagonists, they talk to each other about, we need to contain this situation. But then they just don't. Uh, Tybin <laughs> says we need to contain it. Don't yeah, someone does. I forget who exactly. Very much like F that. Yes. The idea being Dongtei's like, well, this has improved my life. Why shouldn't I be giving it to other people to improve their life? And he kind of very quickly finds out why when he gives it to a Yongchul. Yeah. Because... Not everyone's quite as um, stable, good-intentioned yeah. with their usage, shall yeah. we say? Yeah, no, I, I, I just think that the escalation should have been much slower. Uh, I, I do wonder where the hell this is going because they have two real options here, and as far as the story goes, and they can either just say "fuck it," everyone gets them in the whole world, pretty much, or they find a way of containing it within this school and even maybe removing it from people. And it would have to be removing it from everyone, whether that's killing them all or whatever, I don't know. Can't, you can't de-dice as, like, because the story it, has actually one of the rules, out, yeah. But you can't, like, subtract them from other people or, like, take them away. Like, it is, it seems that you can't affect other people. Maybe X could just, like, delete a bunch of dice from people just stop them being well, dices x, x is a special i mean x person. doesn't seem to also want to do like i think x will manipulate though if he needs to x could be like go stand in this crusher for 10 minutes but yeah my point is it's like they can either just say fuck it and let the whole world have them or pull some bullshit and dial it back and neither of them are good choices and I think they genuinely ruined any potential this story has by letting that that opening that can of worms too early. Because yeah, you absolutely could have gone to the whole suddenly the secret is out thing, but to do it this early before you've even really discussed what the potential of these dice are, that's that's a mistake in my opinion. It really is. Yeah, like for me, it would be like if when you're watching Gurren Lagan, they do the whole bit, they escape the underground, and then immediately they're in space. Yeah. Just skip that entire first half of the show. Just now they're in space. It really does feel like they skipped something here. They skipped a step. Well, more than one. They skipped a few steps. And it's genuinely yeah. a genuine shame because while this is not the smartest thing we've ever read, it's not terrible. Like, it's not. It's not great but it's not terrible i don't like the characters but it's not terrible the ideas they have rather than play with not terrible it's just man i wish they just executed some of them better i really I like do. the ideas i but i despise the writing and i despise the characters as i said I, openly I at the like start the for whatever reason when the first time i read this just genuine 
disgust towards oh it. there is not a single likable character in this exactly uh, yeah i think that's the main reason just like everyone in this is just so immediate as we've had it at home multiple times but everyone's so immediately willing to just commit crimes basically for the mm -hmm. sake of dice and it's just if there was one even just one character who and i don't not counting dongte going oh man i should maybe i should stop this girl getting raped yeah. if there was like one character who was like you know what this is a bit much maybe i won't beat up this person in my class who i've never spoken to before yeah but no just no. like if there was any discussion on the human element in this if like there was any discussion yeah yeah like if, if this thing just took a moment at any time to just think about it and try to inject some sort of thought into this whole thing it would be so much better that would not save the characters like there is not a single likable character in this and like the closest thing you get to a likable character is the female is the heroine and she's not very likable because she has I, zero agency I, I, say, I can't call her likable because she she's a thing she's just an item yeah. like she's barely a character to use the oldie comparison you could just replace her with a pineapple and you yeah. get the same story yeah, unfortunately. Then it is unfortunate because the potential here is strong. Even if I do hate all the characters. Yeah. Sucks. I mean, at least the characters visually aren't terrible. Yeah, it's the like art's alright. Gorilla Ziet Light style to it. I don't know. Kind of. Yeah. Like the characters' designs in general are fairly fairly good. A little yeah. generic at times, but they are just by and large meant to be just regular people that's the so thing they're regular kids there is no one with bright red hair or bright green hair yeah like there's just meant to be normal people and even when they have their individual glow-ups their overnight glow-ups they still do look like normal like themselves they still look but... like normal people and yeah the changes really aren't as drastic as people in the world make them out to be they're like oh my god you're yes. completely different i'm like i mean they've 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 put some face cream on. They've used some moisturizer, for sure. <laughs> there is one visual gex. There's a lot of, like, references they make in this. Just off-the-cuff off references. To, like, uh, when he's talking about, I could be a superhero, and they have, like, a Spider-Man couple of frames devoted to Spider-Man just, like, as a sight gag. There is one of those I actually really like. And that is when he gives the dice originally to the guy who ends up dying. Young Chol. Yeah. Gives the dice to him. He ends up being late the next day to school. He's like, was he just up all night getting dice? And then like, Matt, what's he going to look like today? And the gag is he's got like this hyper-realistic face all of a sudden. <laughs> I really appreciated that joke. I'm assuming that would be someone we would recognize if we were... Uh, it might, yeah, it might be some famous culture. Korean actor, yeah. Entirely possible. It's just like the juxtaposition of the two art styles is... It's funny just because it's so unexpected. See, that bit's good. There's a bit earlier on where he is, claims he's been betrayed because how dare his waifu go out with another guy. Uh, yeah. And we get multiple random memes like the This Is Sparta moment and a few others. Do, it's yeah. like... Oh, I knew going, I saw that. I'm like, why? this is cringy <laughs> as fuck. Why is this still happening? I, I knew you would hate that so much. And I didn't like it, to be fair. But I was sitting there thinking, oh, Sean's going to hate this. <laughs> Because it is full-on, like, 2009 memes as well. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure there was another webtoon we read a little while back, or it might have been a manhwa, a, not a manga, is the point, where they did that kind of thing, but they implemented them in, like, a smarter and not three-in-a-row 
Yeah, like, it wasn't just a string of memes. <laughs> but the fact that I already yeah. didn't like this, and then I'm happy to like watch this incel makes this a 300 reference, and I'm like, stop it, <laughs> stop it right now. <laughs> yeah, like I don't think that I don't think anything this main character does ever actually redeems him for his just generally shitty personality. I do think he's on the way though, because he seems to be. Well, first of all, he's the best character, like, the goodest character we have. Less evil character we have out of everyone. Like, everyone else is just evil by comparison. So I'd say that he is actually a good person, just he's less evil than the rest of them. But he is slowly getting to a point where he's like, I will use my powers for good. However, I know for a... I, I feel, at least, that he would not be doing that if the secret hadn't gone loose. <laughs> like, he's like, oh, I've got to keep a lid on this shit rather than I need to do the right thing, which, yeah, just feeds into him just being a shitty person. <laughs> and the story frequently telling us that he's... No, no, he's not. He's a, he's a cool guy. Like, he, he was just... He was just hurt before. Hurt people hurt people, you know? Oh, he was just... Oh, he had a bad lot in life. He, he got a bad role, guys. Oh, that, that sucks. He's a just... He's a tragic character is what he is. No, no, he's just kind of shit. This reader of he the guy, he's the good guy. <laughs> it's well, right. hey, hey, he's hey, a victim. Honestly, I wouldn't go that far. No, okay. <laughs> that, 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 no. That's a bit no. much. <laughs> That's a step beyond what even this is willing to do at the moment. <laughs> there like, is this isn't no rape. Not yet. <laughs> I hate that I said that, but no, it's I'm right. Not yet. It looks like I mean, it you're might right, be going that the way. The setup is very much in the place where that could happen. Yep, yep. And I read an additional chapter than I had to because I wanted to see if it concluded anything. It didn't, but it still hasn't happened yet, so... Oh, well, that's that's good, then. There you go. Yeah, sure. That's a, that's a pro. No rape in the first 30 episodes. <sighs> that's that's good. At least there's... Oh, yeah, yeah. My bad, 31. 32 yeah. if you count the prologue. Whoa. <laughs> I take it all back. Great series. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all I'm saying is remember what we're going to be reading next week. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> that, uh, that guy's not a human, doesn't count. So, uh, <laughs> is there anything else anyone wanted to bring up about this then before we move to our usual conclusion? No, I think I'm good. Nah. In that case then, we shall move to what we always conclude with our questions tray different for me and Mike as they are for Phil. So, who, who, anyone, any volunteers? Who wants to go first this time? I never ask you, kids. Who wants to go oh, first? pick me. Pick Mike. Can do. So, in that case, buddy, Yay. would you read the remaining 360-odd episodes of this? Would you buy it if it got an official release? Uh, ignoring the whole webtoon economy nonsense. And mm. would you watch it if it got animated? Ugh, my main issue with this whole thing is it's it's a lot like with Sword Art Online and stuff like that. It's the wasted potential. It really does suck because there's such a, a cool idea, a cool hook where, granted, we've seen this kind of thing before, people leveling up IRL. We've seen it before and we'll definitely see it again. But, like, it's got this unique angle of the dice and stuff and it just refuses to use it and it refuses to use all of its unique angles and just becomes very sort of there very generic and it's just sad 
Like it's sad that like they have so many the the scaffold of such good ideas and they refuse to build on any of them. They're just like, nope, people have dice and now they can kick good. And that's really it. And there's nothing and I said this before, there's nothing wrong with doing a dumber story, air quotes. But it doesn't do that well either. And it's a real shame that in order to tell this slightly dumbed down story, they also feel the need to say, no, nah, don't think about it too hard. It all just feels very thrown together. And maybe it gets a lot better and a lot deeper later on. And there are parts of this I did enjoy, but nah, I'm not going to read more of it. I did find it a very easy read. There's that. If you want to just like blast through a series, it's not the worst thing out there. Like I didn't hate it. That's for sure. It's just very middling for me. And frankly, I barely read the stuff I actually do enjoy. So no, I'm not going to read it. I'm not going to watch any fictional future animation of it. And physical release is a definite no, because I would not want to commit to 400 something books of this chapters of this whatever however it would come out because yeesh i can imagine that after the first like 50 i'd be done like just done because of the sheer lack of anything happening who knows maybe i'm wrong maybe it turns out amazing later but uh i'm not sticking around to find out it's just kind of meh at best well this is this is a rare one mike is like yeah it's it's middling it's meh um, I hate this. Uh, I think this is the worst webtoon we've done on the show. It's uh, a pile of detestable shit. I just... The fact that all the writing is so, like, edgelordy and incel light, especially the way the, some, the main character is portrayed. And I just think, as we've heard it, don't give a shit about any of the characters, and I need something to invest in. And it's not the characters, and it's sure as shit not the writing there are cool ideas i don't think this will ever explore them now or in the future i don't think even in the future if it figures out some cool like at the end of the story oh man he's gonna get a mystery dice what could it be don't give a shit because whatever it is they'll fuck it up i am 99 percent certain of that based off of all the cool stuff we've had already that it's then immediately fucked up or just thrown away and never explored and it's not like you can fall back on other bits, like, say, visual style. It's, like, not batting at solo levelings level. To be fair, what is? But the point is, there's just another, eh, it's okay element. And when that's kind of the best thing I can say about some elements of it, eh, it's okay, compared to, like, writing cards, which you're like, no, I hate them. It's, it's shit. And even more so when you portray, like, how it treats its lead female just as an item. Like, this is arguably, outside of, like, particularly horrific stuff like redo and minamoto story which you know won our worst of the year awards this is probably one of the worst female character portrayals we've seen of just how much of an item she is she's literally just there for the guys to fight and fawn over has no agency or ability of her own and it's kind of disgusting so maybe maybe it's like you hit season three you hit season four and it's finally found its feet and it's finally figured it all out and gotten going but um i've got no interest in ever finding this out this is repugnant and repulsive and as i said the worst webtoon of the seven or eight we've done on this show i have no interest in reading more 
certainly never going to put money towards this and i uh, would probably actively tell people to avoid it if it got adapted and people were like i'm interested in that i'd be like don't it's this doesn't deserve your time money or interest so no one one of as i say worst webtoon we've done one of the worst we've done year three for me phil we'll close off with you because you'll be the cheerio note would you purchase this would you watch an adaptation would you recommend dice to your friends that aren't me I don't think i'm recommending anything to you right you go <laughs> at things fucking hell i think i've just told you uh to read something like cognant. <laughs> that that's a strong word i i do think uh Sean has a stronger opinion of this than us two. <laughs> I think stronger is a bit of an understatement on that. Like, oof. Oof. Like, oof. Yeah, like, I, I would purchase it, ignoring the webtoon economy. I would certainly check out an adaptation. I'd give it a few episodes. And I would quite happily recommend this. I, I don't think it's anywhere near as bad as what sean's making out to be say so, definitely not go as far as repugnant and i don't think it's nearly quite as bad as is being made out i think perhaps different expectations in terms of what the story is going to be and does become but generally for the most part i didn't have any particular problems with it i quite enjoyed it and i think well, I've read more. I know where it goes. I generally enjoyed where it does go. So, yeah, I would quite happily recommend it. There you go, Phil. Stands in cells and worthless female characters. You heard it here first. I, I mean, okay, <laughs> I don't like this thing, but come like, on now. <laughs> like he's seriously, he is not an incel. Like, no, okay, no, we do differ on that part. <laughs> nah, I, I wouldn't go as far as an incel. No, I would. At the very mm. least, someone who has the the red flags of one. I mean, he has some problematic views and actions. I wouldn't go as far as he is an insult. He is not cursing the women of the world for not being able to get any. Were. Mm. Maybe he doesn't go all the way, but his behavior is shared amongst other incels at the very least. Mm. But yeah, that's a. I guess that's a matter of opinion. Yeah, he is the incel archetype without being the letter of incel definition. Either way, there you go. On that cheery note, that's it for dice. Now we can we can move on. We can uh, talk about happier, fun things, fun times where there are no incels or worthless female characters, like uh, Twitch.tv/Bazekra. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad there's no incels on that. Okay, <laughs> that's. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Brzekra, B-E-R-S-E-K-R-E-R for video games and things and such. I'm never getting better at doing this bit, am I? No, no, you're, you're, doing, you're doing fine, buddy, don't worry. <laughs> video games, exciting, fun, energy. Uh, fast, maybe. <laughs> maybe sometimes fast. <laughs> you can follow me at Slazo King on the social medias for... Um opinions on whatever i'm reading slash playing at the moment i'm trying to think what i'm actually reading slash playing at the moment uh rolling characters and princes connect getting loads of loads of pretty waifus there you go 
Same as always, gacha. Phil, Mr. Uh-huh. Atfinax Kion, do you prefer to be a GM or a player? A player? Player. Oh. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Mike, Mike's neither. Mike prefers to be an ST. That's, that's true. <laughs> Mostly because I don't know how to play most things. And if you want to see that, twitch.tv slash Oh. Oh, dear. You can he follow... didn't deny it. I... <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck. And that's it. His anger has killed him. <laughs> His hatred for this series. Yeah. Finished I mean... him off. Your arrogance. <laughs> Your hubris. <laughs> All I'm saying is, so I'm going to get mad over a series and die because of it. Uh, yeah, this one, this one's at that level. I'd do that. So... You can follow the podcast as a whole at Trash Manga Cast on Twitter to be notified the moment a new episode goes live. And of course, we are on all of the podcasting platforms for you to subscribe to us on. So that's a Spotify, that's a Apple, that's a Google, that's a Stitcher, and that's a TuneIn. So get on there, hit that subscribe button, like, follow, rate, tell your friends, share the links, etc., etc. You know what the drill is. We're like three quarters of the way into the century by this point. 75 down, 25 to go. Whoop, whoop. But that is it for this one. So as March Madness descends upon us, or in my case, has apparently already descended upon me by this point. Tell us, Phil, what's in store next time? What What's the next roll of the dice taking us to? I mean, you know what? We're not hiring a lot. If you say rom-com, I will slap you. So will I. I mean, you know, it's been at least two episodes by next time. <laughs> A good old fashioned isekai. Is that better than Ron <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not going to spoil my judgment of what's happening with the next one. Sure. You'll, you'll have find to out listen, the next episode, find out yes. when yeah. we talk about Re Monster. I, I think you mean uh, Reborn the Monster? No, this isn't Yu Gi Oh! What does Pot of Greed do? Do you know what's really much? They say Reborn the Monster card's called Monster Reborn. It's called Monster Reborn, yeah. Great. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Yes, tune back in a fortnight for Returning to Isekai Hell with Re Monster. We will see you then. Goodbye, good day, good night! <laughs>